Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by Innerspark. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life-changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, is my co-host and podcast producer, Mike. Hey! On today's show, episode 25, we're discussing all things energy healing, and specifically as it pertains to the sensitive folks. I'll get into what energy healing exactly is, how to work with energy, and ways to strengthen your own personal energy healing abilities. Let's dive in. Sounds good. I love this topic. I'm super excited. Really, like everything that I do in my work is some form of energy healing. So this is a big passion of mine. There's so many misconceptions out there, and I'm really excited to get into this further. So what is energy healing? If you're at all interested in holistic wellness or alternative medicine, then surely you've heard of energy healing by now. From Reiki and Qigong to yoga, quantum touch and beyond, the world is full of various methods of working with subtle energies. And yet even within these disciplines, there are significant differences among practitioners. So really it can leave us to wonder like, what the hell is energy healing? Is there a universal definition or application and true to be honest no (laughs) sorry there is not to me true energy healing and the way that i use it personally and professionally deals with the unseen invisible parts of us that are creating the dysfunction and dis-ease being experienced in our physical body and physical lives Energy healing involves deeply exploring the person's inner workings. So those invisible inner workings that I speak of so much, their emotions, their beliefs, their traumas, all of those invisible behind the scenes things to get to the root of the physical dysfunction. And healing that part, addressing that part is energy healing. Emotions, thought patterns, beliefs, habits, etc. all these things are all part of your subtle body. And they're the foundation upon which your physical body and your physical life are built. And so when experiencing dysfunction and dis-ease in the physical, turn your awareness to the subtle to find the origin of that input. Basically reverse engineer your challenges. Strong emotions, especially shame, carry strong energetic frequencies and bring greater risk for gross, tangible, physical dysfunction when left to fester. Shame especially, and for more on shame, go check out episode 16. Shame is truly at the center of our core wounds. These core wounds, and we spoke about this on last week's episode, are really some iteration of a shame story, some flavor of the there's something wrong with me story. Feminine shame more specifically, and please go check out episode 17 if you have not Feminine shame impacts all of us, regardless of gender identification or physical anatomy. Shame creates a free state in the body which goes against the very nature of emotions and energy. Emotions are meant to be energy in motion. And through working with energy healing, you can support natural flow once more. When these things are stagnant, guess what? (laughs) That's right, physical challenges ensue. And for a more in-depth look at a supportive framework for this process of working with these core wounds, check out, like I said last week's episode, The Four Pillars of Wholeness. 
So back to energy healing. Remember that for true lasting and sustainable and profound change to take place, your subtle body needs to be addressed. I mean, really, there is no way, absolutely no way around it, 1000%. And when it comes to energy healing, sometimes, you know, it's not as simple as visiting the shaman and shaking a rattle or laying hands and calling it a day. You may actually have to feel and process and look into your shadows. You may have to cry and stomp and moan and scream. And energy healing is not dangerous or harmful. It may be uncomfortable, yet it's really worth it to finally move that old energy that's causing you the suffering that you're experiencing. So for me, there's really no separation between shadow work and energy healing. And like I said, this is a huge premise of my work and very important work. And we've talked a lot about shadow work. I would uh, invite you to go check out episode 21 for more on that if you have not listened to that one. Energy healing helps to rewire the unconscious and those deeply held cellular ways that dysfunction and dis-ease continue to, to breed and to show up. While the methods may look differently, all these different modalities and methods of energy healing may look differently, the intentions are the same, and that's to create pathways to wholeness in your physical body and life. So I heard you say that, you know, shadow work and energy healing, the way you use them, are not separate at all. And in my own practice, there have been times when uh, I have been afraid of my own feelings and, you know, either depression or anger, things that, like, I don't want to touch because I'm afraid that there's, like, a powder keg in me that just, you know, once I look at it, I'm going to spark it and I'm not going to be able to put it back or I'm not going to be able to handle it. And so that holds me back from getting really deep into shadow work and energy healing, for example. And as I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking like, is that how it is for all beginners? But then again, when I think of how energy healing might take place in our lives, and we just haven't been calling it energy healing, like this isn't anything new. We've been experiencing energetic cycles of creation and destruction all the time, like go back to childhood, being a crying baby and somebody comes and soothes you. That's that they're bringing their positivity and their confidence and their assurity that, you know, there's no monsters under the bed and whatever it is that your your fear is or your negativity is, having somebody to bring that calm, positive energy to it is a form of energy healing. That's just the first thing that comes to mind for me as far as like, if I have experienced energy healing before in my life and I've been doing this thing then maybe it's not as big and alien and abstract as I might have thought otherwise. Yeah, thank you for that. That's an awesome example because you're absolutely right. We've been doing these things our whole lives. And really, these strong emotions that aren't being felt and that are trapped in the body and kind of just sitting there festering are the reason that we're experiencing the dysfunction that we're experiencing today. 
I see this in my clients. I've experienced this in my own body. It's, it's just a fact. And so energy healing is like emotional healing. It's emotional flow. It's restoring flow back into the system. And so even though a lot of the things that we're already doing that we might not be calling energy healing, like snuggling our pets or walking in the woods or crying, they are forms of energy healing. However, many of us, when left to our own devices, don't give ourselves the space and the consistency that is required to keep a healthy system in flow. So we're not consciously snuggling every day. We're not consciously walking through the woods. We're not giving ourselves the space to feel our emotions. So that's when turning to things that are more formal and we step into that, that powerful container with another, with a practitioner, to have this energy healing session that can be, I mean, just, just that intention of like, this is what I'm going to do. You're giving your system permission to open up. And this also brings up another point. You know, a lot of people think and feel that it's taboo or it's sinful or it's demonic or whatever else, you know, whatever other stories are out there. That can actually almost be helpful because when you maybe come from that background and then you expose yourself to something like this because you're ready and because you kind of really in your gut know that it's not wrong, it's not sinful, and it's going to be really beneficial for you to feel these old things and to restore vitality and flow in your system. By kind of overcoming that taboo and stepping into that, it actually ends up being a little bit more powerful. I mean, think about how things, when you step outside of your comfort zone and the the growth acceleration that takes place because it's uncomfortable. And so it's kind of exposing those weak points, those vulnerabilities in your psyche, in your belief system, where you have held really tightly to old beliefs or held really tightly to spiritual trauma, religious trauma, shame, all these different things that are now being exposed because you're stepping into the threshold. You're stepping over the threshold, rather, stepping through the portal into something that is different and new. To get something new and different, you have to do something new and different. Am I making sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm listening to this and it, it, it reminds me of like turning a ship, you know. Um, you can have these massive ships out in the ocean and how big is the rudder? You know, the little part that turns the ship compared to the length of the ship, the rudder is just this tiny little thing in the water and you don't even see it normally. But when you turn that tiny little rudder, it turns the whole ship. I think when we try to stick to what we've been doing as opposed to trying something new and when we try to address our challenges and our discomforts in life by attacking like the symptoms and doing the conventional things it's like trying to steer a ship by pushing it where you want it to go instead of using the rudder this this thing that is built into it that is part of it that just because it's not up front or shiny and above board we don't see it and it's just out of sight out of mind I guess but that's what energy healing seems like to me is when you allow the subtle forces to make the gross changes and what gets me is that 
it's not just a question of which one is like more efficient or which one is better it's just a matter of which one actually works like treating the symptoms instead of the root cause and the core wound that's not even like a thing that's not going to get you anywhere that doesn't work because the struggle is just going to keep coming back up so if you have to step outside your comfort zone and embrace something new or do something different if you want a different result otherwise you know the ship's just going to keep going off course the symptoms are going to perpetuate as long as we continue to fail to realize where change needs to happen totally i love this very good analogy with the ship navy man <laughs> so okay what is energy what is energy energy isn't just like energy healing so let's kind of back up a little bit energy isn't this esoteric intangible theoretical concept energy exists along a spectrum from subtle to gross intangible to tangible and in our culture, we typically don't think of tangible objects as energy, yet they are certainly energy. Your desk, just as your thoughts, are energy. While existing as a thought, however, the energy is still in its phase of potentiality. That is, it's still existing in the unseen, intangible realm. However, this phase of potentiality is super powerful and plants the seeds for what will be manifested in the tangible world. I love that idea of potentiality. That's thank you. That's awesome. It's like uh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's like like taking a string of Christmas lights hand over hand and seeing where the burnout is. Like tomorrow doesn't have to be like yesterday. Today doesn't have to be like yesterday. You know there is potential for change. I can imagine myself in the future happier than I am now, calmer, healthier. And I can imagine a thread that connects that potential version of me to the current version of me and like follow that thread of potentiality hand over hand and see like where is the disconnect. If I want that potential version of me, then this subtle unseen state to become my gross tangible reality, then what do I need to do or not do and what needs to change to like actualize that potential yeah exactly and a simpler way in case people are just like what the fuck is happening right now yeah sorry i had a really great <laughs> run this morning so like i'm jazzed you know yeah so i think a simpler just like yeah a simpler way of putting that would be so you have this vision you have a thought okay that's energy it's very much energy feel like I sound like somebody right now it's tremendous energy right, I won't tremendous. say I won't say who I think I sound like um, <laughs> you have a thought and it is energy this vision so to, to go with what Mike's saying this vision of yourself in the future this is very much real it's in existence already you have put the wheel in motion you have planted the seed in this beautiful phase of potentiality where there's just nothing but like possibilities and opportunities so the visions the sacred sacred visions that you hold for yourself in your life it's already here it's already freaking here it's in your brain it is it is here so then the next thing is like what needs to happen to support this it's like planting a seed i'm not going to take a seed and this is perfect timing it's 
pre-spring here and we're planting seeds actually in our garden, I'm not going to take a seed and plant it in like jello, right? Because it's not, nothing's going to happen. My seed's not going to grow. So I have this, this vision for myself and my life in this beautiful, potent, energetic space of this unseen where anything is possible. And so what needs to happen to support its, its growth and its actualization? And this is, this is really a great way of basically the old phrase my dad used to always share with me is start where you want to end up. Meet yourself where you currently are. And then start where you want to end up. So you have this vision. All right, sweet. Now let's like reverse engineer what needs to take place. And it's the same concept I'm always talking about when you're experiencing those symptoms in the physical. So whether it's in your life, like a shitty relationship, or it's in your body, like um, hormonal problems, like those aren't the real, <laughs> that's, that's not the real problem. So you're, again, you're reverse engineering. And all of this, this the way of working with yourself and, and energy and energy healing is getting yourself to look at it all differently in a new perspective. Understanding the power of these subtle and unseen energies is vital to the success of any holistic practice. Any holistic practice. Because we cannot create sustainable, lasting change without addressing our core wounds and the root causes of our dysfunction. We can't create tangible, gross, manifestations of our lives without tending to the subtle building blocks that make up those very manifestations. And, you know, those subtle, intangible building blocks, so like those visions for yourself that you have, those are powerful, they're quick, they're potent, and they're way more influential than the final product because it's still, you know, in your in your mind, you can easily you know, draw an image of yourself into your mind's eye and you can like change your your hairdo five different times. You can see yourself in this house or that house, right? It's like, it's still very quick. It's very potent. It's full of possibilities. When you're like, when it's already here in the physical, like I can go shave my head right now and it's going to take like a few years for my hair to get back to where it is right now. So in that subtle place, it's still very quick. The subtle building blocks have to come together over time to form the tangible. And we spend so much time fixating on the gross and the symptoms and trying to manipulate and control the body and fixating on our poor relationship choices, etc. But our efforts and attention need to go into the subtle. And then we must be patient and consistent. And, you know, another way to think about this and something I'd like to kind of leave us with before I share some of my my favorite practices with you are the cells of your physical body okay so these little cells in your body are constantly being replaced in a cycle of birth and death so your cells die new ones are regenerated it's like it's always going every day you experience the cycle of waking and sleeping if everything is constantly being regenerated in your body and your life why would it continually be creating a state of dysfunction and disease? Why do the things we suffer one day get carried over and repeated the next day? If everything were as simple as just like, you know, looking at the physical, treating symptoms, throwing some stuff at it and calling it a day, then why, why would that be the case? Why would things just, con- just continue to regenerate in this fashion? And it's because those subtle inputs are the same. 
the instructions and the blueprints that you're giving your life on this very deep, subtle, subconscious level are the same. It's the same instructions. And this is not intended to like shame you or to be like, oh, you suck. No, it's actually the opposite. It's, it's really quite empowering because you have the ability to change all of this through addressing these subtle realms, feeling old emotions, looking at your mindset, all of these things, AKA energy healing. Yay. We need like some, some fanfare, some, some really ridiculous background noises, like a Casio keyboard. Casio? That's Casio? Casio? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. I wanted to share some of my favorite energy healing modalities with you. And if you've been listening to me for like any amount of time, these won't be new. And they're not new because they're freaking potent and they're amazing. And if you have not started to play with some of these in your own life, then why not? <laughs> Get on board, baby. So flower essences, flower essences. I have talked a lot about these. Episode two was all about them. And my blog has tons of, tons of stuff. This is an energetic form of plant medicine. They are not essential oils. They are totally in a league of their own. Very, very powerful medicines. And with plant spirit medicine and flower essences, we work with the plant's subtle energy to influence our own subtle energy. Each plant has its own vibrational signature and offering. And there's something for literally every single human condition you could possibly think of. Plants are our biggest allies, not just to feed us and to help to heal the physical body, whether we're, you know, eating fruits and vegetables or using medicinal plants, but also in their subtle, their subtle realm subtle form. Another practice is hands-on self-healing or hands-on healing from another. And, you know, you really don't need to be specially trained to benefit from loving, intentional hands. There are ways that you can go, you know, like Reiki is an excellent modality. There are other things that you can look into if, if um, having like a set protocol feels a little bit more mm, supportive when you're first getting started. But truly, it's all about intention. And I have a fabulous guided video practice on my website. Also working with shadow work, chakras, breath work, and intuitive energy healing, which simply draws upon your own intuitive knowing and understanding of being connected to all things and really feeling and sensing your own energy and using a lot of embodiment and somatic practices, we've talked a lot about that as well, can be helpful to start to sense how this is showing up in your physical body, to have that anchor, that landing place, to slip between the subtle and the gross, yeah? And really, I just wanna reiterate again, don't get caught up in protocols and modalities. They're there, they're beautiful, they're really helpful. And at the end of the day, you are your own best healer, always. There's nothing and no one outside of you that knows what you need to create wholeness better than you. And my wish for you is that you befriend your energy, your internal landscapes, your emotional bodies, and your subtle energetic bodies. Become intimate with your energy and curious. Get really curious about it as you would a beloved. What's there for you? What's out of alignment in your body and life? And how can you find more wholeness by addressing the roots? 
you know, I love being the skeptical outsider and energy healing to the uninitiated can sound um, about as woo and esoteric as you can get. But I mean, when you break it down and think about it step by step, especially keeping in mind, as you always say, how the subtle creates the gross and like what are what is the process by which the potential becomes the present? You know, it actually makes a lot of sense. So thank you for helping me to see the value and wisdom in something that I had not uh, taken seriously before. You're so very welcome. And I really hope that this served as a little aha for everyone listening. And if you were already on board with energy healing, I hope you just now have a deeper understanding and a new perspective. So that's all the time we have for today, loves. Do you have anything else to add, babe? No, I think that uh, pretty much does it. Awesome. So come continue the conversation with me, those listening. Tell me about how you work with your own energy and what this means to you. Come share with me in my Facebook group, Transmuting to Nourish, Awaken, and Thrive. The link is also on my homepage at innerspark.life. And I have a special invitation for you all. Yay! Come sign up for my new monthly series in 2019 called Thrive. This monthly virtual gathering and class is geared toward the sensitive, intuitive, empath woman who longs to know her power and really claim her gifts. We'll meet monthly throughout 2019 beginning in March. Classes are held nearest the new moon to deeply support intention setting, of course, because we work with the moon. And each month brings a new theme and topic with practices, wisdom, guidance to help you leverage your subtle energies. So really, this is to support you in coming into right relationship with your subtle, sensitive ways and to create a life that is amazing and allows you to shine and really use these as the gifts that they are. Classes include a link to the recording and materials. Go to innerspark.life slash thrive to learn more, check out the topic list, and of course, register and reserve your spot now. And if you're seeking guidance on your path and are ready to finally trust your body, live in connection with the natural ways, work with your subtle energies, and transmute pain into purpose, reach out to me and take advantage of one of the free mini sessions I offer each week. Visit innerspark.life to learn more and schedule your session today. I can't wait to speak with you. If you loved the show, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a review. It really helps us out. And be sure to share the love with a friend. Catch us next time. So much love to you until then.